verses 25 to 48 and can be found on page 618 in the Red Bibles. We have Bibles in other languages and versions available at the back. I am laid low in the dust. Preserve my life according to your word. I gave an account of my ways and you answered me. Teach me your decrees. Cause me to understand the way of your precepts, that I may meditate on your wonderful deeds. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Keep me from deceitful ways. Be gracious to me and teach me your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I have set my heart on your laws. I hold fast to your statutes, Lord. Do not let me be put to shame. I run in the path of your commands, for you have broadened my understanding. Teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees, that I may follow it to the end. Give me understanding so that I may keep your law and obey it with all my heart. Direct me in the path of your commands, for there I find delight. Turn my heart towards your statutes and not towards selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. Fulfill your promise to your servant so that you may be feared. Take away the disgrace I dread, for your laws are good. How I long for your precepts. In your righteousness, preserve my life. May your unfailing love come to me, Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then I can answer anyone who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Never take your word of truth from my mouth, for I've put my hope in your laws. I will always obey your law forever and ever. I will walk about in freedom, for I have sought out your precepts. I will speak of your statutes before kings and will not be put to shame, for I delight in your commands because I love them. I reach out for your commands, which I love, that I may meditate on your decrees. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Steph, for reading that for us, why don't we pray together as we have a look at it. Heavenly Father, we pray for your strength and your help. Uh, that you would uh, help us to, to see and understand your ways and who you are. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so Tim has just reminded us of where we've been. Um, uh, a quick recap, if you like, that if you weren't with us last week, the, this great psalm that we're looking at through the summer tells a story of the ups and downs of knowing God, as we've called it here, and uh, it's by a songwriter. Um, and they're describing uh, sort of different, um, different aspects of life as we'll go through and we'll see that. And last week we began with a very sort of positive beginning. Uh, the, the songwriter, really keen, um, I use the words loving and longing for God's ways. And we, we heard just a moment ago that there was the idea of a walk, that how you walk was kind of quite key to that, the sense in which our walk is meant to be like God's walk. Um, now, I used as an illustration for this that my, uh, my son, uh, Benjamin, um, he has a walk that is very like mine, I described. Now, he wasn't actually here last week. He was at uh, uh, a camp and uh, enjoying himself. Now, he's actually back this week. So I thought I would illustrate for you that his, his walk is, in, is indeed like mine. Oh, no, you're all shaking your heads. Oh, my goodness. It's all right. He's very willing to agree to this. So he's going to come up. Benjamin's going to come up. 
So I tell you that he's, he has a walk that is like mine, or so, so we're told. So I just thought I'd sort of show you this. Here he is, this is Benjamin, who's now taller than I am. So we're going we're gonna to walk this way here, I think. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, we'll go. There we go. So. <laughs> he has a walk that is very recognizably like mine, so I'm told. And the songwriter wants us to sense that our walk, our, our whole way of being, who we are, is meant to be recognizably like the Lord's. Uh, we'd, some people would look at us and see us and think, oh, there's something I recognize about them that's pointing me somewhere else. Um, so there's my, you know, you can go and commiserate with Benjamin later if you feel like this is a, a terrible thing to do. And the way, the way we walk, we're given a map, which is God's word, the Bible. And the psalm is a great celebration of all that we have in that. But this week, as Tim was just describing for us, we're now going from sort of loving God's ways to being struggling but determined. Struggling, but determined. And it begins with those words, I am laid low in the dust. Preserve my life according to your word. My soul is weary with sorrow. A little later on in that first uh, section, strengthen me according to your word. Don't let me be put to shame. And here is a songwriter in the dust. And that's a picture for just being really in a tough situation and that things have not gone well. Now, if any of you have been uh, enjoying some of the sport that has been on during this week, um, there was an example of this. It was so kind of so compelling and so obvious and clear that I thought I would um, uh, bring it and share it this morning. Um, you might have seen a couple of interviews I'm going to show you a little clips of. One was with the swimmer, Adam Peaty. You might know that he lost a kind of key race that he would always normally win. Uh, and then he gave a couple of interviews that followed on from that, where he just described how bad things had got for him and how low he was. And then it was really interesting watching a later interview, and there's a little clip from another one was coming uh, with Laura Kenny, the cyclist, and she picked up on what he had said and said, you know, that is exactly how I feel. I have felt laid low. Uh, hopefully it makes sense. If it doesn't, don't worry, but you'll, you'll kind of get the gist of where they're describing things that have happened to them this week, um, and if you enjoyed watching this, you'll see it again. Yesterday you were talking us out of the fact that this didn't matter to you, but deep, I'm, I'm, down, I'm, deep down it really yeah, did, didn't it? I wanted to be accountable for that. It came across very wrong. I did address it, and I'm sorry for anyone who kind of misunderstood that. Yeah. Very emo- a lot of emotions yesterday, and yesterday I just turned up. But a lot of people have got to understand that Sport is like this, and I've reached the bottom of the bottom yesterday. And to bring myself up with the crowd, bring myself up in my own mind, you know, that's the result. That smile says it all. You are a natural-born champion. I can't believe it. Honestly, last night I said to Jace, I think this is going to be my last race. Just after yesterday, I just felt like... In fact, I watched Adam Peaty, and I completely reflect on his interview, and I thought, that's me. Like, that is me all over. I've lost the spark. Training doesn't come that easy. Every day I'm like, oh, here we go again. I've been there three Olympic cycles now. To keep picking yourself up after this whole year has just honestly been a nightmare. Like, I have just absolutely lost motivation. And then last night I was messaging my new coach, Len, and I was like, no, I'm not giving up. (laughs) I'm not giving up on this. I've got one more roll of the dice. Please, just help me. And honestly, I just, it couldn't have been better set up if it tried. Grace is a young rider, and I just said, you go early, like whatever, like you do you, don't worry about me at all. 
and then obviously then Sophie rolled over and I was like, hallelujah, it's literally unfolding in front of me. And when Nia went, I thought, I've done it. From about two laps out, I was like, I've actually done it. And then to cross the line here in London, oh, I just honestly, I couldn't ask for anything more. Um, I do. You might have seen that this week. Uh, Adam Peter, the swimmer, was talking about. Do you see him say sport is like this? He said, "And I was at the bottom of the bottom uh, in where he was." And he talked about how hard it's been over the past couple of years for him, and trying to keep things going and, and struggling and, and sensing that was where he was. And to hear Laura Kenny say, "I watched that interview and I completely understood where he was coming from," and that she said, "I'd lost motivation. I'd lost spark." The idea of kind of going through this day by day and and week by week was so hard. And that, in a sense, it just pictured and captured so well this sense of being laid low. And the Christian life, I don't know how often you feel we talk about this or not, the the Christian life is a long walk, (laughs) Tim's long walk. It's a long walk. And actually, there are times where you may feel at the bottom of the bottom. You may feel laid low. And the songwriter is describing exactly that. I'm laid low in the dust. Uh, my soul is weary with sorrow. And we saw last week that he has, uh, that there, there are opponents um, uh, around, there are people that kind of have, have uh, hemmed uh, them in and just made life very difficult. Um, and what the prayer here is, verse 28, strengthen me according to your words. Praying for strength, praying for character, praying for ability, praying to to be able to sort of navigate this, not necessarily saying, take away the pressure, Lord, or take away the situation, but would you help me be able to navigate in the middle of it? Would you strengthen me in the middle of what uh, is going on? Um, uh, Verse 31, I hold fast to your statutes, Lord. Don't let me be put to shame. Could you help me stand in the middle of the difficulty when I'm laid low? So this, do you said the sense of struggling yet determined? So things are hard, yet saying, Lord, I want to carry on. I want to keep going with you. But if they're struggling and determined, determined to do what exactly? Uh, what is it that they're after and that might help us as we think about this? Well, a couple of quick things, and we'll look through them just in those next two sections uh, that come along. Uh, The next one from verse 33. Two things, I think. First, help from outside. Help from outside. Now, this is Tim's image uh, of of, uh, somebody holding up um, someone's arm. It's a bit like Moses in the Old Testament, having his arms held up uh, when he was weary. The, the idea that somebody would come from outside and would help you is exactly what the songwriter is talking about. So if I just read through some of those verses from 33 onwards, they're all things he's saying, Lord, would you help me do this? Teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees, that I may follow it to the end. Give me understanding so that I may keep your, le- uh, your law and obey it with all my heart. Direct me in the path of your commands, for there I find delight. Turn my heart towards your statutes and not towards selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. They're all, do you see, they're all sort of saying, look, Lord, help me, teach me, give me, show me, lead me. I need help from outside. And I was really struck listening to both of those interviews um, that uh, Adam Peaty and Laura Kenny gave. And they both talked about their coaches 
And you might have caught it with Laura's. It wasn't uh, in that part of Adam's uh, interview, but he talks about it at a different point. Both of them talked about their coaches. Both of them talked about saying, you know, I messaged my coach and said, help me. I need one last roll of the dice. Uh, Adam talked about his coach, uh, Mel. He said, I, you know, I, I said to him, what, what do I do? What do I do? And I imagine for athletes like them, we imagine it must just be sort of, you just got to, you know, it's just you. You just dig deep. Dig deep inside, and it's all the skill that you've got. But actually, they were saying, no, my first thought was, I need help. Help me to, to my coach. What do I do in this situation? How do I think about this? How do I navigate it? And it's amazing to hear their reliance on the team they have around them. And the songwriter here is doing exactly the same thing. And what is asked of us is, is not that we're supposed to sort of dig deep inside as Christians. But that is that we're meant to look for the right place to, to go for help. And the songwriter says, Lord, you're the one who needs to teach me and give me and direct me and turn my heart and turn my eyes. And if you're looking into the Christian faith at the moment, whether you're watching us online or you're here or you're just kind of lots of people, really over the past couple of years since the pandemic, a number of folk have come along who are just sort of looking into the Christian faith or or not even necessarily looking into the Christian faith, maybe just looking into something, a sense of hunger, a sense of yearning. If that's you... You might have a sense, perhaps, that the Christian faith is, is a sort of, I don't know, the, the key, the worry might be that you've got to, you've got to get this strength from within you. Uh, you've got to devise a way to navigate life from down in here. But really, at the heart of the Christian faith is so much, it's, it's us saying, actually, we need to know the right place to look for help in the Lord, from outside, not from in here. We need the grace and kindness of a Lord who intervenes and steps into our lives, not digging deep from in here, but saying, where do I go for help? And the songwriter says, I look to you, Lord, for this. Now, this really builds on last week. So again, if you were here, hopefully this will resonate with last week. If you weren't, last week, um, I talked about, you know, thinking practically about how do we look to God's words when it can be wearying, when, when we might feel tired as Christians, how do we do that? And I gave some uh, different examples here of ways in which you can hear God's word read to you aloud. I said you might share some of these with a, a small group or a house group or, or over the coming week. And a couple of people wrote in and uh, wrote to me and, and gave me a couple of other examples that I um, hadn't included. So there's some pictures here of them. So I, the top three there are the ones I talked about last week. There are ways of listening to God's word. Over the summer, if you think, do you know, I'd love to do that. I'd love to hear more of God's word, to find Find some of that help and resource from him. There are different ways that you can um, uh, access the Bible and you can have it read aloud to you. A couple that then came in. Uh, the bottom left here is a podcast. If you are a podcast type person, someone said to me, do you know there's a podcast? It's, by, it's called Two Sisters and a Cup of Tea. Um, and they, are, uh, they recently went through Psalm 119. Uh, and if you're somebody who listens to podcasts, they, they took chunks and I think they chat about it. One lives in the States, one lives over here. Um, and they talk it through and they said that it was a great encouragement to them. So if that's something that would help you. Somebody else mentioned that with um, somebody particularly who finds it hard to access online um, things and apps and so on, uh, the Church of England also has what is called a daily hope line. And I think they have um, an elderly uh, parent they look after. And you can phone that number um, and you put it on speakerphone and it will um, speak and it will play. uh, uh, There's a recording of some of the Church of England um, services that they have, which I mentioned in the daily prayer app. So readings and prayers. And that that was a resource and an encouragement to somebody who was in a position where they couldn't 
quickly get a podcast on, that sort of thing. So there were a couple that came in. It's a great conversation to have. If you have others, let me know or let others know. Share those. They are ways of saying, look, we need help from outside. We need help from God's words. And there are ways that we can do that practically. And the summer is a great time. If you haven't had a, a, a sort of much time during the year to think, how could I listen to more of God's word? How could I um, uh, be um, built up and encouraged? So struggling but determined. Determined to do what? To get help from outside. And then secondly, um, and lastly, um, struggling but determined. Determined to do what? To know what to say in a complex world. To know what to say in a complex world. I try and put some flesh on this because the, the songwriter talks quite specifically about the situation they're in. They said they're laid low, there are pressures, there are people around them. Let me read some of this um, final section that we have here from verse 41. May your unfailing love come to me, Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then I can answer anyone who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Never take your word of truth from my mouth, for I have put my hope in your laws. I'll always obey your law forever and ever. I'll walk about in freedom, for I've sought, about, I sought out your precepts. I will speak of your statutes before kings and will not be put to shame. The songwriter here wants help to know what do you say in a complicated, pressured world? What do you say? When you are laid low and weary and struggling, the songwriter here feels that pressure of being in a world where they aren't understood. Perhaps God's ways aren't understood. What do you say? And asking God for help to know what to speak in what situation, when to speak, when not to speak. I'll I'll be able to answer anyone who taunts me. It's a bit like the New Testament's idea of being able to give a, a reason for the hope that we have in Christ at the right time. Not taking a, a, a God's word of truth from their mouth. Sort of knowing what, what do I think biblically, uh, Christianly, at the right point when that comes. And actually the Bible's got some great examples, and this, this might encourage you as well. You could have a look at someone like Esther in the Old Testament, who has to go and face uh, the king and has to face um, you know, fearing for her life, praying, what, you know, I, I pray that I'll know what to say. Uh, Jesus telling his disciples, don't worry if you are arrested, he says to them. God will enable you to speak. He'll, you'll know what to say. Lean on him. I'm sure that was pretty daunting to hear. Uh, in Acts, we looked at a bit of Acts recently, Acts 24, 25, 26, Paul in Acts faces a series of three trials. You might remember he goes, faces uh, Felix and Festus and Agrippa. Uh, these, are, these are courtroom dramas where he has to know what to say. What do I say in those situations? How do I defend uh, my Christian faith? How do I defend who I am? And the, the songwriting is very realistic. It's a complicated world. How do you know what to say, what to speak? And he says, I'm longing, Lord, for your help, for that help from outside. Tim's picture of those arms holding up somebody's uh, arm carrying the brick. And just, I wonder, if, again, to try and think practically, where might this be helpful for us? Um, let me give you a couple of examples, and then you might have some others. Do you know of any Christians in Parliament or in local council? At the moment, I imagine the world we are in at the moment, and some of the crises that are unfolding and have been unfolding over the past few years and are currently facing us, 
to be a Christian in Parliament or in our local councils at the moment, knowing what to say, what not to say, how do you think Christianly, wouldn't it be amazing to pray for them? Uh, to write, if you know one, why not write to them and encourage them and say, do you know, I am praying for you at the moment. It cannot be easy, given the situation in our country, given the, the challenges that we face. What do you say in those situations? If, you've been, if, you're, if you're a Christian has been placed in those contexts, I imagine it's enormously complex to know when do you speak up and when don't you. What battles do you decide to face and when? Could we pray for them? Could you write to them and encourage them? They're a different end of the scale, um, different set of complexities. You may well know uh, teenagers, children uh, in schools. Could you encourage them? Could you pray for them? Could you encourage You may have a nephew, a niece, you may have a godchild, they may be a teenager. What it is at the moment, when do you speak? When do you say you're a Christian? When don't you? How do you, how do you navigate the complexities of what it is to be a Christian uh, in the world that we live in? Could you tell them that you're praying for them, that you're trying to encourage them in some way? Could you drop them a note over the summer and just say, do you know, I know it, it can't be easy. I wonder how you're getting on. There may be somebody who's in an entirely different situation where speaking of their Christian faith is complicated in a, in a difficult and challenging world. Maybe some other profession, some other role, some other sphere. Maybe there's some, somebody you know who would just be on your heart and you think, I would love to encourage them and say, I'm just praying for you. I know it can't be easy to speak of Christ or to know when to and when not to. But you see, the, the, the songwriter here is struggling, laid low. And if I can encourage us, it's just a reminder, we won't get it right all the time. As the songwriter is very aware here, we won't get it right all the time. And sometimes the Christian life is, to use that image from Adam Peaty, it is like being at the bottom of the bottom. And actually the struggle has been ongoing and you kind of think, like Laura Kenny, do I have the motivation to keep going? And the encouragement and the reminder is it's about where we look for help. It's not about sort of digging deep in here. It's about saying, Lord, I do really need you to come to my aid. I need the words to say in this situation. And that's going to be the song that we'll, we'll sing. We'll pick up on that idea. Um, uh, it's a, 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 just a, 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 almost like a, a prayer in itself. Um, I heard the voice of Jesus say, come to me. Come to me and find rest. It's not as though he's far away. He's there willing. And he's saying, ask and I'll come and help. So let's use this. The musicians will come uh, forward, uh, we'll stand if we're able, and we'll sing and perhaps use this reflectively as a prayer.